such a tremendous looking trophy. Hello, welcome to the one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Don Blight. Joining me, as always, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Don. Excited to be here on a day with not some great news. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to the layoffs. <laughs> we'll get to the layoffs news in a, in a moment. Uh, and of course, the rest of the episode, let's just continue talking about Spider-Man. So have you finished it yet? Yes, I finished. Well, I finished the story. Yeah. You know, that's done. Yeah. You, you throw it out, you're done. That's it. You know, still got to get that plat, you know, because yeah. everybody's talking about getting that Spider-Man 2 plat. So, yeah. Well, I mean, Kieran was saying he, what, got it basically yeah. 99% of the trophies by just playing no, the I game. Think I so. must have powered through <laughs> some of the story at some point. Yeah. We got a bunch of Mysterio things to do. Okay. I think that, yeah. That and, yeah, just some of the last tower things need to finish off. So what are your what are your thought, overall thoughts on the, the story then, now that you've wrapped it up? Yeah, really good. Uh, I don't know if it hit me as hard as the first game. Um, but, you know, it's bigger, it's better. It's like... Uh, it's definitely uh, very respectful to Venom, although I think fans of probably the more current runs of like focused on Eddie Brock and that kind of stuff may not. That it's not going to work for them, but like as a as a retelling of the original like Venom story, I think uh, is very well done, well really well put together. I really enjoy Miles arc uh, over the the game um, with him dealing with uh, some of his issues. Um. Yeah. It and it definitely leaves a bunch of ends to potentially be followed up in a third game, mm. which they're going to make. Uh, eventually. <laughs> well, yeah, they're going to make a sequel to the highest, the fastest selling PlayStation original studio. Yeah, I'd, game I'd say so. Yes, that's a pretty wild idea. I don't know why you would do that. It 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 is, it is craziness, but yeah, uh, yeah. I really dug the story, and I'm excited to for you to potentially ever finish it so we can talk. About it. <laughs> I've played some more. Yeah, I've got. Where, uh, where am I up to? Where am I up to? I feel like I'm. I'll, I'll consistently be so far behind that I can just like I can go full spoilers because <laughs> <laughs> I've done. Um, I had like the the ship sequence where all these people broke out. Um, okay. Craven finally showed up, and then I did. Um, and then I haven't done another major story sequence. I think after that, I've just been doing a uh, Miles helps college people problems. Yeah, help help with a uh, homecoming. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. help with homecoming. I got. A, I think I got one or one left of those to do. So, um, and then That's I, fair enough. I think I think the game's asked me to switch over to Peter and has been for a while to the point it keeps popping up and says it keeps being like swipe right on the thing to, to switch and I'm like nah I'm doing stuff <laughs> like mm. got like Harry- 50% of like the Prowler stuff done already I've just been swinging yeah. around doing them has Harry showed up yeah, yeah Harry showed up okay. yeah. So you had yeah, the I whole- did that whole sequence I did the flashback whatever else um, yeah the, the singing on the rain bike sequence <laughs> <laughs> which i don't so that that sequence i don't know if it was meant to remind me like so um 
yeah, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, where they're like just like there's a sequence in that movie where they just like hop on the bike and do the and lots of movies are parried it where there's like range of <laughs> they're like yeah. riding around on a bike and I was like I don't know if I'm supposed to be thinking about this while this sequence is happening but sorry my mind went so <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay. um yeah I've been using the wingsuit more than I'd like now that I'm fucking like it's just because I'm just like. <laughs> prowler thing there and then you just go so much faster (laughs) (laughs) when you hit the wind tunnels i'm like it's not as fun as swinging around because you can like you know you press l3 or whatever button it is so you can do your 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 backflips and like it feels cooler but i'm like i just want to get i just want to get from here to there you know like and just wait till you unlock fast travel and then <laughs> i think i've unlocked fast travel in a couple areas but nowhere where i actually i will say i go. didn't i finally did start using fast travel after i finished the game mm. it's fast mm. it's the it's fastest pretty, of the travels pretty much seamless it's, it is crazy mm. where um, you know, the cursor just slightly moves to the side and then you kind of dive into where you put yourself yeah so now that you finished it uh, do you reckon so obviously three is inevitable but do you reckon they'll do do you reckon they're coming back to saying last week about DLC and stuff do you reckon any sort of DLC expansion spin-off or we just go straight to three working on three my gut says they're going to go straight to three just because they've got so many irons in the fire over at yeah. Insomniac I doubt they've been like uh, you know uh, been working on DLC um I think more likely is a game like Miles. Mm. Potentially. Yeah, like a s- smaller, more focused one. Yeah, hopefully. But yeah. Um, and yeah, like listening to a couple, like I listened to the kind of funny spoiler cast with Ryan and Taylor. Uh, so talking like, all, we only did the amount of side missions that we had enough quality stuff to do. So I don't think they would put out DLC if it wasn't up to quality, and then I don't think they would have had DLC if it wasn't part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, that's the... People kept saying the game's only, like, whatever, 20 hours, and... Mm. um, Like, it's not overfilled or overstuffed or anything like that, so... Um... Funny, hot, t- hot take, Michael put his thoughts in our Discord, which you can join to, Explosion Yeah, he Discord. hated the game, right? <laughs> he, well, in your words, he hated it because he gave it a 7. He said he would give it a 7 out of 10. Nah, that's too low. Not as emotionally draining as The Last of Us Part 2. Glad I didn't get spoiled by anything. Don't know if I want to return to its open world after the end of the main story or do new going plus when it comes out in December. I may want to come back if there's DLC, but only appeals to me. What's he trying to say there, Ash, without spoilers? Is he trying to say that there's, like, something happens at the end that makes him not want to play it anymore? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know why he thought it would be as emotionally draining as Last of Us Part 2. Because it's uh, the second one. Yeah, but, you know, The Last <laughs> of Us... You know, The Last of Us is, like, super depressing. You know? Yeah. Um... Yeah, like other things he mentioned, like I only focus on two gadgets that I felt were the most useful and upgrading skills like focus and damage. Um, I think, you know, I'll, I think that's fair. Like some of the gadgets, like you could definitely 
like you know rely on these two but you know as you get further along you just kind of want to use all of them or <laughs> you want to just use as many abilities you have at your availability to get through stuff and that kind of stuff so uh yeah i can understand why someone may not enjoy it as much i've seen a couple of different other people mention like uh, the story kind of goes all over the place and it's like a bunch like maybe they're just over open world games and that kind of stuff but um as a spider-man fan as someone who's enjoyed the first game thoroughly i'm looking at a 9 9.5 probably I mean, I, I, it's definitely like even with the relatively small amount I've played, played so far, it, it, it is like that weird thing. Like when you have two characters, that the story just may become unfocused for you because, like, I'm playing as Miles right now, and the game, as I'm saying, the game's telling me to keep switch over to Peter, but I'm like, mm. yeah, but like, I'm enjoying this, you know, and I don't have a choice, you know, to, to continue the game, I must swap over to Peter. To, to continue his story you know what i mean so yeah just like fans of last of us part two you know to finish this game i need to keep playing <laughs> as this other character i guess that yeah, i don't want to play as true, true, true. to another degree <laughs> but it's like, it's like that thing of like um because they give you the because they've they've gone hey we're going to give you both spider-man in this game you can play as mm-hmm. both and it's not like i don't like peter or you know like whatever but is that thing of like because you're giving me good Miles content at the moment, and then the game saying switch over to Peter, and I and I'm just thinking, oh, but I'm I can I just have a little bit more Miles right now? Like I'm sort of enjoying Miles right now, you know. So well, you just play the Peter, and then you can decide. Yeah, I know, but it's it's that like when you don't have an option, you just like. Well, you I mean, you literally have an option. You just can keep doing what you're doing. Well, I can't. Can eventually, eventually, I'll run out. Eventually, I'll run out of things to do i guess and well then you'll feel maybe by that point you'll be like oh okay i guess i'm ready to fit some peter yeah right i was just like i don't like miles is over here it's, it's just like you know he's he's got some love life he's trying to think about his future the college and stuff and then peter peter stuff's just more depressing he's like man i got house bills to pay <laughs> <laughs> my long-term girlfriend won't move too in relatable. with me <laughs> <laughs> i want some fantasy stuff. i want some fantasy some you know yeah want to take it myself out of my current situation. I, I need to get this out you know you walk into his house first thing i pick up is a bill they're like you owe four thousand dollars to the bank it's got a fucking interest rate of 6.8 percent ripped down or something i'm like what the fuck <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, get out of here with this shit too yeah. real too yep. real that's right I continue on Insomniac train for a minute. Uh, press start. Right. Insomniac has confirmed that Marvel's Wolverine is part of the Marvel Spider-Man universe. Uh, and a huge tell of old spoiler cast with kind of funny crew. Marvel Spider-Man 2 creators director Brian Itar. Is that how you say it? Yep. Itar. Yeah. Has confirmed that Insomniac's other upcoming superhero title, Marvel's Wolverine, will be set in the same universe as the Spider-Man games. Itar simply told Tim Geddes, Blessing Antigo Jr. and Greg Miller when asked about whether the Wolverine and Spider-Man games share a common setting that, quote, they're all 1048. End quote, which is in reference to Earth 1048, the version of Spider-Man universe that Insomniac takes, uh, take Peter and Miles and coexist, coexist in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, do you think that's going to work? Or do you think there's any like reason not to set them in the separate universes? Do you think there's a reason to actually set them in the same universe? Like other than just building a Insomniac Marvel universe, you know, will, will we get a stage where there's just like all these 1048 games and 
crossovers and I mean hopefully if Insomniac's fantastic and you know Sony can work it so they can get a bunch of uh focused Marvel games. Um I think it's fine, you know. Uh do I think Wolverine is gonna be in New York and interact with Spider Man? No. no. Yeah. He's gonna I don't even Wolverine's know. Wolverine's gonna, gonna be, be in take. like Wolverine's gonna be in like the South somewhere, surely. Or the north. Yeah. Canada. Yeah, I'm thinking like or, more like, like outer, non big city, like more yeah, like, like rural, rurally towns. Yeah, yeah, surely. Yeah, I don't. We don't even know if it's going to take take place at in the same time year. period. Yeah. Um. You know, I my thoughts are, you know, the Wolverine game going to like visual, heavily feature flashbacks or periods in the past and that kind of stuff. You know. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting, you know, they're leaving the options open for the future if they ever want to do, like, a crossover of some sort, or like, you know, or if they want to add more franchises to this this universe, I guess. Um, and also, I guess it kind of makes it cleaner for uh, the Marvel multiverse as a whole, like, to have it all, all together in the same universe, I guess. And I mean, I it's going to look the same. It's it's being built in the Insomniac engine, so it's going to look yeah. like the same universe, so why not? The only thing, the more I'm thinking about Wolverine, the more I'm just like, I'm going to be disappointed that that game's not more violent. It's my, <laughs> my thought process. Goes haven't straight. played it yet. I'm going to be disappointed that it isn't more violent. Well, I'm just going to be disappointed if it's not more violent. Like, I'm going to be disappointed if it's not violent. Sorry. Like, I understand that not all the X-Men comics and the Wolverine comics are as violent as some others. Some are more, like, kid-friendly or family-friendly, whatever you, you, want, you want to call it. But you know, a lot of cartoons, Kellen. <laughs> yeah. But I would want... I would want very violent Wolverine. I mean, that's just... I, I want, like... You know, the dude's got claws. Yeah. What you want is a blood splatter option. Yeah, pretty much. A gore, like, visualizer. Yep. Like, yep. A little slider that you can decide how yep. gory you want the game to be. Up to 10, baby. Up to 10. Just the screen's red all the time. Yeah. Why not? Just a filter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Final story of the week. Let's talk about the bad news of the as of this morning. So, press start right. Bungie has also suffered layoffs and reportedly delayed Destiny 2 the final shape. Uh, Kieran over here writes, Destiny developer Bungie is the latest in the string of studios who hit by significant layoffs in 2023. News of job cuts broke today as Bungie employees started sharing their individual situations on social media. While the full-scale layoffs at Bungie is still yet to be confirmed, Bloomberg Station Shrier had reported that CEO Peter Parsons had called a meeting with staff to share the news internally. Parsons later took to Twitter, uh, to social media even, to publicly address the loss of jobs at Bungie, saying, quote, Today is a sad day at Bungie as we say goodbye to colleagues who have had who have all made significant impact on our studio. What those exceptional individuals have contributed to, contributed to our games and Bungie culture has been enormous and will continue to be part of Bungie long into the future, end quote. These cuts come as Bungie has also reportedly delayed of uh, delayed of two of its upcoming projects, at least internally, both the Destiny 2, the Final Shape expansion, as well as the studio's PvP reimagining of its classic FPS marathon, have apparently uh, had their target release dates pushed back. Shreya writes uh, that the Final Shape has been pushed back to June 2024 from its original February release date, while Marathon, which hadn't actually been given a public release date, has slipped into 2025. Uh, so there's lots of 
weird. I don't know. There's lots of this year continues to be like I've seen a lot of tweets and zeets, whatever we call, uh, lots of posts and stuff. People talking about this stuff. You got so much typical shit happening this morning as this stuff happens because a Bungie's not a small studio to have layoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So Bungie's like like a like a big name to have a so major three point six billion dollar company. Yep, at least as they were acquired by PlayStation. <laughs> yep. Um, and then you've got that as well. You've got the fact that PlayStation did acquire them earlier this year. You've then got the was it this uh, year or last, late last year? I don't know. Times a blur. Within the last twelve months, right? I feel at least early last year. Early last year. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so you got the fact that PlayStation acquired them. You've then got as pressed out right here at the end here, like the the fact that Bungie <laughs> basically. Um, it's, as we sort of make fun of, but not super seriously, the the fact that they cause Naughty Talk by war, more work by talking shit on the last of <laughs> multiplayer game, apparently. Um, and they've had, like, like, pretty much every PlayStation she has had layoffs. I saw someone tweet, I can't remember the exact figure, something around 6,000 people in, um, after these layoffs now, the, the figure would have passed. Over 6,000 developers have had layoffs this year for our games. And then I saw someone else tweet something that's very, very Point, 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 bloody, what a word. Um, that they're like, I keep hearing and seeing people talking about as we approach the end of the year that this is one of the best ga- uh, years in video games. Man, can you tell me a better year in video games than this? This is the best year in video games since like 2011. Meanwhile, 6,000 people have had their jobs laid off. <laughs> like it's, and I was like, that is a very good point. Like, Oh, are we going to, like, I, the, now that I've had that pointed out, I can't help but just, like, it's going to be really fucking almost cringy if we get to the Game Awards. Jeff Keighley's on stage, like, man, this is, like, the best year in video games ever. How good is this year? We had all these great video games. It's the best fucking thing ever. It's also, like, the highest amount of layoffs in a year for <laughs> developers, you know? Like, it's like, you can't really celebrate one without acknowledging the other. I don't, like, that's, that's... Can't we though? I, I mean, you can, <laughs> and will we though? Will uh, yeah. probably probably will happen. No. But separate yeah. the art from the artist, Dylan. We're celebrating the art at the game awards. You know? It's fucking. It's yeah. I don't know. What are, what are, what are your thoughts on any of that? Oh, which part? I don't know. Any of whatever comes here first. <laughs> well, on the you know six thousand jobs. I don't know. I felt like that was higher. That doesn't seem like is an impressive number. I don't know how many people are actually working video games. Um, also, is it a fair criticism? I don't think any of the studios that have put out the biggest games and most impressive games of the year have had major layoffs. So really, is they to blame for the layoffs that are going off at other studios? I don't think so. Um, but, you know, that's kind of a moot point at this point. Um, uh yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like, obviously, this is a continuation of like PlayStation kind of clearing house a bunch across a bunch of their studios, I guess, um, or like trimming down, I guess. Um, yeah, because they're you know obviously they the Mini Molecule uh, had a bunch of layoffs last week, which we didn't cover because we recorded early. Um, I think was well, the PlayStation VGC also had a bunch of kind of layoffs recently as well, um, and they've had a bunch of like restructuring in a bunch of their studios in the last 12 months. Um, which is interesting because is it a sign of, oh, we're not making enough, are we slimming down? Or is it a matter of, oh, we need to save money because we need to spend it in another way? Um, 
because obviously there's all this talk of, you know, PlayStation needs to acquire another studio and that kind of stuff. Like, so they're like trying to cut costs so they can do that to be competitive in the, in the market or something. I don't know, but uh, yeah, obviously it's disappointing. Um, interesting that obviously with these cuts, a bunch of like their stuff is being pushed back. Like, so they're like actively doing stuff to move their work schedule backwards. I don't know. It just seems odd. Well, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, I, I can jump straight to the fact that, like, and it, it yeah, I understand, that, oh, you keep on fucking pointing, it's like, it, all these companies have CEOs and stuff that are way too overpaid, um, like, just get that out there, that's, if all, if all these companies that keep laying people off had, had the Stuck CEOs, Jim Ryan trying to make <laughs> look as impressive as he can before he leaves, yeah, pretty you much. Know. If any if any of these people adjusted money, but that's not just a games industry thing. That's a uh, every business thing. P- uh, people at the top get paid way too much money as they people down the bottom lose jobs. Capitalism. That's how it works. Yeah, <laughs> capitalism. Um, outside of that, though, I would say the connecting fabric between the majority of these is they they're all AAA or nearly AAA um, workplaces with um, a lot of people, and I and I think the growing thing I've seen. Uh, from Deb's tweeting, at least in the last 12 months, has been a common talk of like the instability of the industry at the moment with the <clears throat> the cost to make games like Spider-Man and just the, it's not like a, a lot of the studios trying to make games like Spider-Man, if they don't reach the success of a game like Spider-Man, it just crashes and burns and then the studio blows up and hundreds of people lose their jobs and stuff like that. So, um how you fix that, I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not out here trying to give answers, but at the same time, it's it does appear to be a concurrent thing there. Whereas uh, you've got like if, if people can find more work life success balance in indie games, like let's let's look at like Colton and Lamb, right? <laughs> mm. I don't remember. I don't know. There's like six people in that studio. Thirteen. I don't know. You're like around that sort of number, right? So they worked on it for a couple of years, major success, blah, 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 uh, Untitled yeah. Goose Games, like four people. Um, I'm just thinking Australian ones. And there are other things. I feel like it, it's, it's really weird, but also a proving point when you can look at over the last couple of years where all these indie studios find really good success, um, work-life balance and whatever with a, a, a small number of people and they put out these games that people love and whatever else and then all the ones that are crushing and burning are and i don't really blame the, the studios because it's usually the publishers or whoever owned them that pushing them down this road but they're 100 plus people teams who are being asked to make games that must score an 80 plus metacritic and make millions of dollars and if they don't we're going to fucking burn you down you know, pretty much is the thing. So it's like, it's the difference between games being made, uh, uh, games being made for art or games being made for profit, really, when you look at it a lot of the time. Yeah, I guess. But then how many indie studios make games that don't turn any profit, that shudder without oh, any notice? Yeah, I'm sure there's a know? lot, but but how many? But like what percentage a, of a, of the success stories is it of all indie games? No, Probably yeah. No, fraction. Yeah, it's a tiny fraction, but I, I definitely feel like there's just a thing of they need to meet somewhere in the middle. I often feel like that. I, I don't mean, I'm not saying anything new. People have been trying talking about this yeah. for years at this point, where as the growing um, cost and 
expectation of AAA games grows, that that bubble's just going to burst on certain studios. And that seems to be what is happening, you know? Like, as we expect more and more and more and more. So it's like, I just, yes, you can't have, like, every four-person team make a massive successful indie game and make mm-hmm. more than enough money so they can spend 10 years making the next thing. Um, but you also can't have every studio out here trying to make something that costs, that makes millions of dollars with 100 plus people. And if they don't, it's like, it's like they sort of just need to, somewhere in the middle, you know, if we make plus 2%, we're good to make it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just feel like it's just too, it's, it's just, yeah. I definitely feel like the AAA. I'm very much on the side of the AAA side of video game development. It's just, it's it's just not. It's not working. Something's not working. If this many, if this many people are losing jobs in a twelve month period, something's not working. I don't feel like that's. I don't feel like that's a hot well, take. <laughs> something's obviously not right there. Like the way that the, the way that the business is structured is not right. Well, yeah, I think I think. It's quite difficult to like. Um, it's currently the only art form, like a creative industry form, where you have the same a group of people working on multiple projects in a row. You know, mm. they're they've got their employees of a company. You know, like movies. Um, everybody comes in, makes a movie, and then they go off all separate ways to the next move on to the next thing tv you'd work on the tv show for several years and then you'll move on into different directions i think video games is still trying to figure out like I guess this scale uh, how yeah. how to have its employees and that kind of stuff for a long period of time like a lot of uh employees would just be on contracts until the video game was completed yeah. Now they're full-time employees of the company, so they get better benefits and that kind of stuff. But then they're obviously cost more than you know. Contracted this is where the um, this is where like the unionization stuff comes in too, though, because like if you if you're hired for a, a TV show, you're given a contract that says, "Hey, we're gonna we're, you're signing on for three years." This position you you have a you get have a guaranteed sustainability there for three years, right? Even if the show shuts down, like because you've got a contract, you're you're paid out, right? You know, this is how it's supposed so. to work. Like a lot of the, you may if only be paid gets twelve months after what? Yeah, <clears throat> you still only get paid for the work that you did. You know, no, but you would have a payout like clause or whatever the, the you know, like a. a I they don't have know. like a. So the show gets cancelled after three episodes. No, if you, if you sign a contract for three years, then if you've this is where the union stuff comes in and SAG AFRA and like you know all these sorts of this uh, is what a lot of this stuff like comes in about it. Right. Why not? Because th- th- if you do the... a shit job, you shouldn't be paid. <laughs> well, no, not if you're fired. It's the, the same as like... No, yeah, so if same... a show gets cancelled and they never make the next three seasons, you know? Yeah, but there's, there's clauses and stuff. It's no different than like if you, work at a, if you work at fucking McDonald's and you're fired for fucking your co-worker in the back room, then you're not, pay- you're not paying anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're making McFlurries the wrong way. <laughs> wow, those are two examples. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they weren't related. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, because the, the problem, like, as 
the, like there's another common thing where it's like these people be like okay so i got hired to go to the studio i moved to a completely different city um i pay out a 12 month mortgage on a house six months later they decide to let me go i now i have no job and i've moved to a place i, I don't can't get a job in. like you hear all these stories and this is why they're supposed to be like you know this is where this is where you that's why they're trying to get unionization and stuff. It's like, okay, well, if it is the cause and effect of the studio letting you go, the cause of you, or is it the cause of bad management or uh, the company? Like, like you should get some, um, cause th- the main thing that people want is just some form of s- sustainability, you know, not to know that they can work at a job for 10 years, but that like, if something goes wrong, their life isn't going to be like, the most stressful fucking thing as they rush to find a job because they're like, I may be homeless in two weeks if I can't find a job. You know? That's what most people want. And you know? I get it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like... No, but it's kind of a problem facing every single person. It's not, you know, completely unique to the video games industry. It's not unique to the video games industry, but we're on a video game podcast, so we're talking... That's true, but, the, you know, I'm just saying... I you're talking about, like, fucking um, restaurant workers' rights in uh, America who are trying to pay their stuff through tips because they're paid at such a shitty wage. Like, mm. you can go down that road if you want, but that's a completely different podcast, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just... It's... It, it continues to be a problem. I, I feel like... As as you see more and more big studios like Bungie having to to do job cuts, um, it's it's just a never ending cycle. And I'm like, like people, I'm like, unless someone steps, unless someone like something changes within an industry about how they like go about like managing their businesses and stuff. That well, what is the solution? Is it just being, I don't know. I'm not on the fucking business manager. Just like, be so successful, you never have to fire people. No, but like have plans in place. Have have money in place. Have um. Have um things in place. They Bungie. I was trying to find the story before because I I know that the, it's it's there. There is a story from Bungie from like a year or two ago where they got asked. I think it was a Kotaku article. I was trying to find it, but I can't find it. Um, I swear it was a Kotaku article where they got asked if there would be job cuts after they were acquired by fucking PlayStation. And someone from Bungie was like, "No, this won't happen." And even if it does, we've got like a million dollars sitting in a side account for for um to to help people. Pl- um, keep afloat if these if we go through hard times where well, we have the money to to keep people employed basically is what they were saying mm. so i'm like have you burned through that money like what the fuck what happened to that i'm, I'm not making up this story like it's fucking it was a real story so yeah i don't know yeah maybe it wasn't doing maybe also it could just be like a consolidation like it seemed like there was a lot of like community uh, support kind of members and that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. maybe PlayStation kind of wants to take over. But that's like, the then you like, go down the road of this is the bad side of um the purchasing studios and stuff and whatever. This is what's been happening at Xbox too with Activision and whatever. Yeah. So, mm. well, you just wait till you know Activision's fully incorporated into yeah the Xbox amount of people they're going to let go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of those we can't wait to see let go, but. So, and CEO at the top, you know, yeah. finally somebody at the top of the food chain getting fired. We can finally celebrate instead of being like, oh man, this sucks. It'll be like, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Finally let him go. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode of Platinum Explosion. Let us know your thoughts on Spider-Man. How are you going so far? Your thoughts on um, people losing their jobs? I mean, 
you shouldn't really have thoughts. It should be that sucks. Um, if you're one of the fuckheads on Twitter that's saying they deserved it because I didn't like the story that they didn't last Bun- uh, Destiny 2 expansion, go fuck yourself and get hit by a car. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. You can find our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. And if you'd like the show and like to donate, a uh, dollar or more helps keep the lights, mics, and podcasts shenanigans happening. Explosionnetwork.com slash support does that. And until next week, remember every trophy counts. 